This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 16. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. Hello and welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for listening today. And if you're trying to learn a new language right now, then you're in the right place. This is the show that aims to give you the weekly motivation that you need to keep studying and keep moving forward in your learning. Now, I've got a question for you. If you're learning a foreign language right now, which I guess you are, you're more likely than not at home and not living in the country where the language is spoken. So do you think this is a big disadvantage or not? It's a hot topic, and it's the topic of today's question, which comes from Yingoi Li, who asks a very simple question by email, which is, how can you concentrate on learning a foreign language when you're living in your homeland? It's a very simple question, isn't it? How can you concentrate? How can you stay motivated when you're learning your target language, even though you're living at home? And I get this question all the time. You know, when I first started learning languages, I, I've, I've talked about my story a few times on the podcast. You know, I was I was 19. I was really young and I just would do things like dream of travel. I would meet people and think, oh, wouldn't it be great if I could go and live in Brazil and live in Argentina and live in Japan? And then actually often I would go and travel and I'd go to these places and I did actually live in all of those places. I went to live in Paris, I lived in, in Brazil, in Argentina, I lived in Japan. So I've lived in a whole bunch of places and I've learned a few things along the way which have a, quite a lot to do with 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 language learning you know the the thing that i always go back to when i hear this question of how can you, you know, can you learn a language whilst you're living at home is my experience in japan i lived in japan for three and a half years but for the first i don't know two years i'd say possibly even more two and a half years I've, i i felt like i made very little progress i was studying a lot in books i was um I was kind of doing, taking classes, learning to read and write kanji. But yeah, very little progress. And the reason was, really, that I didn't really have any Japanese friends in Japan. That kind of came later, but for the first couple of years, I um, I didn't really have any friends. I didn't have any particular reason to use the language. And so despite all the all those years I was I was I was staying in Japan, I really didn't improve all that much in my Japanese. Now, before I left Japan, I did actually become fairly fluent in Japanese in quite a short space of time when I learned a couple of a couple of tricks, I'd say, or a couple of very important lessons about how to how to start speaking a language fluently. And I won't get into that now, but if you want to find out more about my experience in Japan and what I learned, you can go to 60secondfluencytest.com and that will that will take you to a video that shows you more about that. But the point is that I spent all those years in Japan and for a long time didn't make any progress but then I went to live in Qatar which is in the Middle East and I decided I wanted to learn Cantonese which obviously has nothing to do with the Middle East and you don't hear any Cantonese in Qatar but within one year I was able to learn very very good Cantonese so how is it possible that in three years in Japan I got didn't get very far and then in one year in a completely different country I was able to learn a foreign language to a very high level and this is such an important question because I know there are lots of people out there who are thinking, you know, I live at home, so I can't learn a foreign language because I'm, I'm stuck at home. It's not the case. See, here's the difference. Even though in Japan I was living surrounded by Japanese, it didn't matter because I wasn't studying effectively. What changed when I went to Qatar and I started learning Cantonese was I learned how to study a language effectively. 
Okay, this is the big change, and I am experiencing this still now uh, in Cairo. You know, I'm so I'm le- I'm living in Cairo. I'm learning Arabic, but where do you think I take my lessons? Do you think I uh, do you think I go out there and take lessons with local teachers? You, you might think so because I'm in Egypt, right? But actually, I take all my lessons on the internet because I find it to be much more convenient. So the point is not where you live. You, you, you know, if you're learning English, for example, you might want to move to the United States, but you might find that when you get there, you don't find any English-speaking friends and you actually end up speaking less English than you do right now. So the point is, wherever you live, there are certain things you have to do. Okay, you still need to study with your textbook. You know, if you go and live in America to learn English, you're still going to have to study your textbook. You're still going to have to have lessons with a teacher which you can do face-to-face or you can do on Skype. It doesn't matter what country you're living in. So let's be really clear. You know, you don't need to live in the country where the language is spoken in order to learn it. Now, motivation is a different story. Okay, It may be the case that because you're living, you're, that you are living at home and you're feeling not very motivated. Well, that may be the case, but don't confuse that with thinking that you need to live abroad because motivation can be a huge problem wherever you are. And for a Great example of this. I recommend you check you check out a a blog post from Benny Lewis of Fluent in Three Months called "Don't Travel to Learn a Language," and he talks about his experience of going to live in Taiwan to learn Chinese. And he found that you know he got there and it's a very different culture. He found it difficult to make friends at first, just like I did in in Japan. And he you know ended up getting kind of stressed because he found that it. He wasn't particularly happy where he was living. So this is exactly the kind of thing that can happen to you if you do go and live abroad. And now Benny, just like me, now when he starts to learn a new language, he will do that from anywhere in the world, wherever he happens to be. All right, so I just wanted to make that point because I think it's a very important one. But your question specifically was about, well, how can you stay motivated? Well, now that now that we've kind of made it clear that motivation is not about where you are living, let's talk about the things that you can actually do to stay motivated and to stay, you know, to concentrate on learning whilst you're living at home. Well, the first thing that I'd say is it's extremely important to find people who speak the language you're learning. Okay, so some some things I've done in the past have been I've used conversationexchange.com quite a few times. That can be it's a it's a great website where you can put in the place that you live and the language that you're learning, and that can put you in touch with other people locally uh, who you can meet up with for language exchanges, for example. The other thing that I always tend to do is to look for groups or societies of some kind. So um, there, if you're learning Japanese, for example, and you're living in New York, well, there will, there will be a Japan society there. There will also be lots of um, lots of just general inter- interest groups. And if you do a search for, for example, Japanese language group or English language group or something, you will find stuff on the Internet where you've got other enthusiasts who are, who are there. And that can be a great place to to meet people you can go to meetup.com which has got a, a huge resource of, uh, of 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 places and groups of people that share the same interests the point is that i think it's really important to to actually meet people have some human contact and start to not only speak the language but make friends as well if you can and that for me at least is the number one way that i stay motivated when I'm learning a language from, from, you know, in a different country, because for me, uh, you know, as I always say, it's about the people. That's the reason that I'm that I'm learning in the first place. Now, the other thing you can do is you can you can look for classes that are advertised in foreign language magazines. Now, this can be really cool. So this is something that I did when I was learning uh, Portuguese in London. I remember getting hold of the local Portuguese language magazine and looking for classes 
that that they were running. I think I went and had a couple of yoga classes in, in Portuguese. If you're living in Taiwan, for example, uh, you there will be lots. There will be a, an English language magazine, and if you get a hold of that magazine, there will be classes advertised which are run in English. You can go onto Facebook and you can find I don't know Tai Chi in the park or something like that for for only you know which is advertised in English and where lots of foreigners are going to go. There are lots and lots of ways that you can find things going on uh, in the in the area that you're living that that are using the the language in question. Now, obviously, if you live in somewhere very remote and you're learning an obscure language, that might be difficult. But you can still always find people on a website like iTalkI.com where you can you can hook up with people for either either paid language tuition or, or or for a conversation exchange. There's so many things you can do. So that's the first thing I'd say. Make sure that you find people locally who can who you can who you can meet or you can start interacting with. That that human contact is going to make a huge difference in keeping you motivated. And then in the time that you're at home and you know you're kind of relaxing in the evening or whatever then find things that you like okay i always say to people think about what you like in your mother tongue and then go and find uh things about that about the same topic in the language you're learning okay so for example i quite like reading uh, biographies of people the famous people so if i was going to learn uh, german right now for example i would look for biographies of famous people in German because that's the thing that's going to most interest me it's going to most uh, encourage me to keep to keep uh, to keep reading to keep to, to carry on likewise if there are certain kind of films or tv series that you like look for those in the in the target language these are all kind of staples of motivation whatever language you're learning wherever you are in the world these are exactly the kind of things you have to do to stay motivated and the most important point is it doesn't matter where you are it can be easier if you're in a city where there's lots of people, but still it doesn't matter where you are. So I hope that answers your question. Thanks so much for sending it in. If you'd like to ask me a question, you can. Please go over to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash ask and there'll be a cool little widget that pops up that you can you can use. All you do is you press a button and you speak your question into the computer or into your, your, your smartphone and it will just send the question over to me and I can answer it here on the show. You can also go to iTunes and leave me your question in the review and then I can I can pick that up as well. Now, at the end of every episode, I like to leave you with a resource on the topic of the day, the question of the day. And today I want to talk about meetup.com, which I mentioned earlier on. Meetup.com is a huge resource for language learners because you have all kinds of groups. Wherever you're living in the world, you have people who um, who organize groups based on their interests. So if you like you have, for example, you have specific language learning groups. You also might have an art groups or, or entrepreneur groups or or reading, you know, book clubs, things like that. Go and check it out. Meetup.com. You can find you can literally just search by city, by subject area, whatever it may be. And there there are so many resources there, so many different groups and opportunities for you to connect with other people in your area who are learning the language that you're learning or even speak the language that you're learning. So I really encourage you to go over and check it out. Spend half an hour or so searching through that. You know, it, it, if, if you're finding it difficult to stay motivated, it could be the one thing that really makes the difference. So that's meetup.com. I've mentioned a lot of things in this episode. All of the resources I've mentioned will be in the show notes. So please go over to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash episode 16 and that will 
give you a link to all of those things, including the, the, the websites I mentioned, the blog posts I mentioned. There's a video of me speaking Cantonese after one year, which you should check out, and a bunch of other things as well. So thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode of the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Cheers.